0: Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 121, the 6th of November, 2009. Well, hello, James. Hi there, Ian. And uh, we're on the couch, uh, episode
1: 121. Indeed, same time zone, different couch. But exactly. there we go. Towards that same. we'll hopefully endeavour to keep you uh, informed and entertained and uh, keep a little bit of an update on what's been going on in the world of uh, media and entertainment uh, with a bit of focus in some areas, eh?
0: Yeah, so we're going to look at what's happening in, uh, on the business side of things, the technology side of things look at how content is being
1: delivered or consumed. And we've actually switched around gaming and mobile just to keep you on your toes.
0: Yeah, we have,
1: actually. That's <laughs> right. yeah, didn't even realise that. <laughs> there we go. So um, I think we should just pile straight in with half an hour-ish of goodness. So, Absolutely. what have we got first?
0: So we've got uh, – we have an update on Canvas, uh, which is a project in the UK uh, combining BBC, ITV5 and BT –
1: this is for
0: over-the-top delivery of stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, the interesting thing here is that they've spent uh, many millions of pounds so far, and it'll be actually be £115 million pounds, uh, by the time the certification. Is that my money happens.
1: that I've spent on my licence fees? Some of it is. Well, some was provided
0: by the BBC, uh, along with the rest of the conglomerate. They mm-hmm. are intending to make up a fair amount of cash by presumably putting some sort of advertising, or yeah, but the BBC is not allowed
1: to do that. That's
0: the bizarre. I'm not uh, quite uh, sure how they're going to do They're going to make seventeen million pounds through placements on the EPG. Now, I don't know whether that's placements of ads or placements of you can uh, who knows priority order of channels or something. The BBC that's
1: the weird thing. The BBC doesn't have to make money from
0: it. Hmm. Well, I guess with the, other, the other guys are trying to make sure they get something back for it, otherwise, yeah. um, why they're doing it? So they're opening it up to non, so uh, people outside of that initial group. Okay. Uh, but I presume they're going to have to cough up a bit of cash because these guys have put a lot of money into it so far.
1: Uh, I think we'll charge extra for these set-top boxes because these new digital terrestrial boxes, which have got the new tuner and the t 2 mm-hmm. new technology to do HD, when they start transmitting. In the UK, yeah, so that hasn't happened yet. I mean, does that mean we'll have
0: to pay extra to have the kind of canvas-ready table? It does say that uh, if you want to have this service, you're going to have to purchase yet another set box. Exactly. It's a bit disappointing because uh, Freeview HD is going to launch next month, and it seems like they've missed that deadline. So whatever canvas, canvas-ish canvas thing needs to be in that box is not going to be in that box. Yeah. So you're going to have a box for Freeview HD, uh, a box for your gaming, a box for Canvas. I mean, would, would you pay extra for a Canvas box? What would you get out of that?
1: Well, it's a bit unclear at the moment. You'd get, um, you get BBC um, iPlayer, I suppose, at least. Mm. Um, but, you know, you get that everywhere these days. Yeah, it's all, all different uh, platforms. In fact, we've got that story in here again later on. So there we go. Um, meanwhile, back in the US of A, mm. um, Comcast, who, if, if I'm not mistaken, is one of the, the larger, if not the largest. Indeed. Um, MSO in the US, the multi service operator. Lots and lots of they don't really head ins. They're the only head ins they've got, but it must be lots. It
0: must be lots.
1: So they're um, having a bit of a difficult financial time, is that right?
0: Well, some good news and some bad news. They've <laughs> uh, added 604,000 video, high speed internet, and voice subs. Uh, so they've they've increased their. They call it an RGU, a revenue generating unit. Right. <laughs> um, so not, they're not customers anymore. They're RGUs. <laughs> um So in that respect, they've done quite well. They've they shed 132,000 basic video subs. Uh, uh-huh. That's less than what they're expecting to lose. Uh, so they've increased their triple play offering, customers, and uh, reduced their basic video subs. Uh, but you know, again, it's it's difficult to know how to count this because uh, if um, just because you're losing basic video so it doesn't necessarily mean you're not gaining in other areas. And so mm-hmm. uh, sometimes these things can be a little more complicated than you think. In that some uh, well, some services are more profitable by far than others.
1: Right, you but know, obviously as it's an MSO, they've got. Up, I guess they could try and shed some of the least profitable ones.
0: Yeah, and often basic video subs are not actually all that profitable. Mm-hmm. Um, quite often the internet... Uh, but I like
1: the idea of this, they... well, got Project Cavalry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Did you about that, and send in the Cavalry? No, what does uh, that do? Basically, everyone who's got one of these digital term, digital TV adapter, DTA. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, uh, so, basically, they're trying to get people to switch on analog, I suppose. I mean, that seems a
0: bit... Yeah, and the the challenge for these operators is well, their their most precious resource uh, is the bandwidth, because yeah. uh, it's obviously fixed on cable. And mm-hmm. as we know in the US, seventy uh, percent of operators in the US are digital. The other thirty percent are still analog. And the same that's been the same with Comcast. And are they
1: wholly digital, or well, they've still got analog as well? So there's a sort of yeah. Well, that's the thing.
0: In, in terms of mm-hmm. subscribers, seventy percent are digital and thirty percent are analog. But then, if you've got analog on your cable plan, then that means that. Every one analog channel you've got, that's 10 SD channels or a good two or three HD channels that you can't have.
1: Yeah, or even the bandwidth for doing DOCS and internet stuff. Yeah,
0: exactly, or for doing internet instead. Mm-hmm. And so what uh, what Comcast has been, has been doing is been replacing the analog set the boxes with uh, what they're calling DTAs, which is a digital equivalent of the analog set-the-box. it's a
1: zapper with no OSD or anything. It's yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's, the, it's the simplest zapper in the world. It doesn't even have a mm-hmm. from now and next. It just has the channels. It does exactly are what they have to do. Doesn't
1: everything have to have okay
0: <laughs> Well, really that's works? a good question. They've actually applied to uh, the FCC. Mm-hmm. To get some concessions or something. Yeah, so the FCC have now given them a, a waiver to say, yep, okay, we see what you're doing here. It's not a it's not a set-the-box in the, the kind of modern sense um, you're really using it as an adapter. It doesn't have interactive. It doesn't have uh, uh, security at the moment.
1: Okay, so hence this project work, that's mm-hmm. bunch
0: of interesting. That's great. So they deploy 1.9 million boxes, and hence all those people on all those plants uh, can immediately switch over to uh, the digital. Once they've got all the analog customers off, then they have all that bandwidth back for doing new channels and for doing better internet and uh, all sorts of other stuff. So it's very cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Good so, I think that's a good idea I know mean, a lot of places they won't let you switch off analog um, because they don't want to dis- make it harder for some tiers of subscribers but uh, I guess if it's not charging anymore, how can the object? Exactly So, uh, what else moving on to technology uh, a mm-hmm. bit of a theme change here um, So, uh, printable electronics breakthrough this is the story. Well, this is very um, cool. Um, I've seen sort of flexible screens and stuff. So what's all mm-hmm. this nice about? This is basically an inject printer that can print electronic circuits um, on flexible plastics and stuff. So it's more yeah. than just you know wires and things.
0: Well, that's the challenge in that uh, most printed circuit boards uh, have to be solid to be able to kind of hold everything
1: together. <laughs> <laughs> that's your technical <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good way of explaining <laughs> it but, uh, if they're not solid
1: they fall apart <laughs> um, well they have been, you know, been 3D structures haven't they so they're not ostensibly they're not flexible mm, they? that,
0: that's, a, that's absolutely true mm-hmm. and uh, also because of well there's a number of different reasons but uh, what uh, Xerox have, have been able to do is work out a way of printing uh, mm-hmm. the actual uh, circuits onto a uh, in this case they're looking at Flexible plastic, uh, but printing it directly on, uh, theref- thereby not requiring the the usual way of doing it, which is to effectively have a flat sheet of like copper yeah. and then etch away the things that you don't want, which you know uses chemicals and all sorts yeah, of exactly. stuff. Yeah, that's very wasteful. Yep, it's all it's very expensive. Uh, yeah. um, in, in so this is in just quantity. a circuit, not a component, right? Absolutely. So this is getting okay. the circuit down onto some flexible plastic, then. Uh, You've got to get the components onto the flexible plastic. That's okay, because there's processes (coughs) to do do that right now. Uh, And that means you end up with not any flexible uh, printed circuit boards and components, uh, but it means you can do it very cheaply and very quickly and you can prototype things without actually having to go off. So essentially, this is, we're
1: talking, we've always done this now, is this just conductive ink?
0: Yes, yes, it is. Um, In fact, it's silver ink. Silver, um, really
1: expensive.
0: <laughs> <conducting> <laughs> actually, the, the funny thing is because uh, the the you can get conductive pens uh, to mm-hmm. fix up errors that you've made on your own printed circuit boards, uh, and they're actually made from silver and they're also very yeah. very expensive. So there might be a slight side effect. It might be uh, easier and quicker and faster, but
1: not. But it's quite thin. Yeah, but it comes out yeah, to it
0: like is resistance. So it's so it's that's, that's uh, very cool so I mean this is Xerox um, mm-hmm. we can have photocopying we can just photocopy our um circuit board. Photocopy
1: too many TV and you photocopy it <laughs> except um, fantastic antennas I and mean, then certainly don't work mm. um, well I guess back to the future we just talked a little bit there about the um, content delivery space mm-hmm. about um, over the top delivery in the free satellite player now, this isn't Canvas, so I guess
0: that's the difference. Yeah, so this is FreeSat as opposed to FreeView. So this is satellite delivery uh, to the UK, uh, right. and it is the first version of the BBC iPlayer uh, that actually runs over MHEG. Uh, right. It's the MHEG Interaction Channel, so it's using the, uh, the interactive standard MHEG, but not... Um, into, over, uh, yeah, with the extension to it. Yeah, there's a set of extensions that are part of FreeSat. So, okay. it's not actually uh, delivering video over the satellite, it's delivering video over the top, mm-hmm. which is very cool. So, uh, I'll be very interested to see how that works actually, because uh, my uh, uh, Sky Set top Box is playing up at the moment. And, um,
1: and uh, the, the uh, yep, yep, yep. And, uh, do
0: you like off, to HD? uh yeah, I'd like, I mean, I'd like to do some HD action, um, looking at some TVs and then thinking, you know, rather than. Paying for Sky HD, maybe I'll give HD a go and then I can have a go at this iPlayer as well. That would be very cool.
1: Yeah, so dish. I guess we've me, but I guess the yeah. box still has to come out, I don't think it? it's launched yet. Um, I guess something else I saw in the I guess on the box side, um, Netflix um might not make the show notes this one at so listen carefully. <laughs> um Netflix has launched in the states a, uh, a PlayStation 3 disc, which enables you right. to PlayStation. Where every time you can, you put the disc in. Essentially, it's a game kind of thing, which enables you to watch Netflix content. But every time you want okay. to watch it, you've got to put the disc in. Because obviously, Netflix is having I mean, having issues with getting Sony mm-hmm. to include this in the uh, standard update. Oh, device.
0: okay. I uh, see. So, well, it's, it's not in the box like with Xbox 360.
1: Yeah, or well indeed, um, I mean, BBC iPlayer is embedded with Windows Seven. It's in the, right. Europe, in the UK release of uh, PlayStation Three. Obviously, yeah. Netflix hasn't got into the US release of PlayStation Three. Right, I see. So, I would imagine because Sony has their own competing, quite costly stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, you put the game disc in, but it's not a game; it's a
1: media player for Netflix. Yeah, essentially. That's yeah. Cool. So, but I mean, it allows online access to it. I mean, it's no. Nice. Nice. Absolutely. We've seen that on the PlayStation 2. In fact, people enabled it to be a sort of a, an Ethernet set or box, but I think there was some throughput limits on the. Um, it was obviously not powerful enough to do HD. I think I did see someone doing 720p over the Ethernet into the PlayStation 2.
0: Okay.
1: But that was really stretching it a bit. Yeah. So that was bad news. Also, um, on the content delivery. Mm hmm. Um, Boys at Apple seem to be shaking the tree a bit. Oh, yeah, what's um, happening And this is mooted, I don't know if it's actually true. Yeah, okay. Um, but Apple is looking to offer a subscription. Mm. That's a, they're saying thirty dollars a month. So basically, you can access SWIE It's like a subscription video on demand, I think. So you can oh, watch okay. everything in their catalogue rather than that. Wow. It.
0: So this is interesting because that puts Apple straight in line competition with all the cable operators.
1: Precisely. Except also, um, you've got to get your broadband from somewhere.
0: Yeah. So. so you still get your broadband from your cable operator, but you uh, cut the cord in respect mm-hmm. to the actual video delivery. Um, and would it be cheaper? I don't know. What it depends what you get for your thirty bucks, I guess.
1: But it depends what you watch and all these kinds of things. I mean, certainly, I was looking at. Um, Something this morning from the O'Reilly Web 2.0 summit and Hansen mm-hmm. They did this thing where they interviewed some teenagers on stage and was sort of saying, hey, do you watch video? Do you watch TV? And also don't know that none of us watch TV. And <laughs> um, they just watch stuff on YouTube and long form right. stuff, maybe on, um, but none of them have got catched by the Apple stuff. Boom. Right. That would be far too uncool to go into the living room and share the parents' gear. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I'm not sure if the, it's still a subscription, which maybe isn't what everybody wants. I mean, is mm-hmm. yeah. one area, but you've got this you know, one end you've got Alcant, and the other end you've got a subscription, and there's obviously people with like a, a combo thereof, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it would be interesting. You know, it would be interesting if the content guys are they going to yeah. say yes or no. be a new version
0: yeah, of iTunes. Yeah, that's right. It's not a <laughs> new for... uh,
1: new customer agreement.
0: Yep. Uh, if yeah, there's a new channel for these guys, then uh, uh well I mean they're already they're already there with iTunes, it's just a matter of I mean if you you watch a hundred T V shows, then how do you split that revenue? Uh,
1: well, I mean this is it, it becomes something licensing the, the content. Mm. What are you paying? Are you paying for a channel? Well you're not. I mean that's why you're mm. on cable, you're paying for a channel carriage or vice versa. Someone something interesting. Um right, are we gonna do mobile or gaming? What do you
0: do, what do, we do? Oh, maybe, we should, maybe we should do some mobile.
1: Okay, mobile. No, you can um, play with a droid. I right. think I, mean, I, I have a buddy who has a droid in the UK. <laughs> right. And it hasn't been released in the UK, because no? um, I mm-hmm. But it's released, or was released this week, I think, on Verizon in the US. Yep. And, um, obviously, uh, I had another chat, chat with a guy uh, who runs a phone blog, and he was saying that he, he doesn't think it's a, a Jesus phone killer, as they say. Um, my iPhone. um but it seemed it's quite a nice piece of kit and i mean i quite like the fact that it had a pull-out keyboard because mm. as you know my iphone was a bit trounced one of the <laughs> pixel lines on the touchscreen it's gone so yeah. um but it was quite cool i mean the gps was excellent i must say i mean obviously my mm. 2d doesn't have a gps but i've done a not like i've done with you latitude i've mm. done latitude with my buddy who's got the droid mm. If we're in the same place, he can see precisely where he is, whereas I'm just kind of vaguely nearby at a certain <laughs> I um, see, yes. It's a <laughs> bit scary because he knows one of the homes. So, um, <clears throat> as you do, I suppose. You do you know roughly where I am. I know roughly but, where yeah. you are.
0: Now, this is the, 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 uh, the Droid phone. Now, this is the. Google Android operating system
1: is that right? That's right. Yeah, um, and okay. offers sort of access to weird. The Maps app wasn't regular. You couldn't pinch on the map, app, which is Ooh, very weird. But you could pinch on other apps. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's, quite, it's quite. It's quite heavy. Quite well built. Um, mm-hmm. And it's got this weird sort of haptic thing when you press the, the virtual. You know, that iPhone's got that home button. Mm-hmm. This has got virtual buttons on the four of them on the bottom of the main screen yeah. and if you, when you touch them you get a sort of a haptic buzz when you touch them Ooh, so cool. you get confirmation that you touch them mm-hmm. um, that's pretty cool
0: which is quite cool um, and uh, one of the features is having it actually has turn by turn navigation is that right
1: I didn't see that working yet but mm-hmm. it does have a little kind of cradle there's two cradles there's a bedside cradle mm-hmm. yeah. and a car cradle and they actually have a little magnet which activate um, the OS to go into specific display mode wow that's cool it's quite a good idea
0: hmm Nice. I mean, there's a bit of a a a, uh, hoo-ha about that this week, uh, because the stocks of Garmin and TomTom dropped uh, about 13% on news that uh, this was all going to do turn-by-turn navigation. The thing to keep in mind here is this is all turn-by-turn navigation from the cloud, as in you have to have a working... Uh, mobile connection to do navigation. Now, I don't know about you, James, but uh, I regularly drive places where, even on mainstream roads, where there's no internet access whatsoever.
1: Yeah, I uh, don't know if that's just, um, obviously, in
0: the US, you mean? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. you know, the my okay. driving. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you've got to kind of worry if you get to a point where, I mean, I presume it downloads the the, uh, the route that you're going but, but, um, you go? Yeah, but if if you change <laughs> your mind, or what if you turn off the, the the map by mistake, which I do quite regularly, and has to recalculate mm-hmm. something. Then if it's off the net, then you kind of can't. I mean,
1: what happens if someone gives you a phone call? Does it dump you out of the I app? Mean, yeah, with all sorts of you know, age cases which yeah. so yeah. might be a bit messy. Yeah, I wouldn't you know give up on TomTom yet.
0: Tom well, but, this is the thing, you know. I was really looking forward to the TomTom Tom app on the iPhone, and I was going <laughs> to happily buy a. Uh, the actual connector that sat on your windscreen and charged okay. your iPhone and you had TomTom on there. It's like, yes, finally I can not take my TomTom GPS so status. And the yeah. it's the same price as a you know what? In fact, even the Cradle is the price of a TomTom standalone <laughs> device. So by the time you paid for the app and the Cradle, you've already paid twice the price of a standalone unit and you're adding the price of an iPhone in as well. Ah... Uh, I'm just so disappointed. That pricing is just <laughs> insane. Why would you do it? Mm-hmm. Well, and it's for, one less thing to carry it back. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that's mm-hmm. not much of an argument given
1: that you've got to carry it not anyway. one less thing because you've got to have the cradle as
0: it's well. It's, so. it, it's 120 yeah. dollars It's £99 for $120. Yeah. Now, at that point, you can buy new Tom Toms with nice thin, screen, uh, thin uh, form factor and big screens for $120 anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you haven't even bought the map yet on the iPhone. So... Crazy decision. Oh, well, yeah, reset. doesn't get
1: doesn't get your vote. I can see yeah. that. So, um, <laughs> I'm just disappointed. I, think,
0: I was hoping not to carry all more more stuff around, but never mind. Um, yeah,
1: no, I think. Uh, but new phones are I'm sort sorry. of coming out, and I think um, it's easy to say that there's
0: not going to be another quantum leap in the phone goodness, mm-hmm. um, is there? Yes. Well, I mean, all the uh, the Droid phone, the Palm Pre and the 3GS iPhone all use the same processor now. So this is uh, running at 550 megahertz. Uh, So the next thing to actually get any more performance in those boxes and those little devices is going to be to either um, run that faster, which at the moment it consumes too much battery power. Yeah. And the chip can actually run at 800 megahertz, but they actually downclock it because it just chews up the battery.
1: Well, I guess the the, community of that field is this, was it... um, some company, that Apple, bought
0: that does low energy chips. Mm, so maybe that'll come out with something else. Pens- like, uh, was it Pennsylvania or something? Like that's that. right, yeah, they did buy a chip company, didn't they? Yeah,
1: so that so hasn't appeared yet. So that maybe they've realized this and are working out to get some sort of uniqueness. piece. Mm-hmm. So. Well,
0: here's, a, here's an interesting little app that's come out for the iPhone. This is, this is pretty cool. This is kind of on the science fiction edge of things. Mm-hmm. It's the ability to translate speech by listening to what someone says and then. Translates it and then re-speaks it in another language, which I think is oh. very, very cool. Uh, so it runs on the 3GS because the 3G just isn't fast enough to run this process.
1: Does it do it in the cloud or on the device?
0: Uh, well, it has a vocabulary of about 40,000 words, so mm-hmm. it seems like it's actually on the device itself. So this is
1: the Babel Fish kind of uh,
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's a general translator, though it's particularly mm-hmm. attuned to the needs of international travelers and medical doctors. Okay, so <laughs> I appear
1: to have broken my leg. <laughs> the word colon is the same in <laughs> So this is the kind of thing that I've heard about having these in Iraq and stuff doing Arabic, but yep. that's a dedicated device. So I guess this is mm. essentially...
0: This is like a uh, consumer device. Uh, it's, it's quite amazing. Uh, the idea. That, uh, oh, I don't know. I'm going to have to like really go. But uh, no, definitely not free. But they're looking GB-Go. to expand it. It's called GBGO. Yeah, they didn't work too well on that one, did they? JJIBBIGO.
1: Um, only
0: one, Jay. Is it? Oh, yeah, you're on. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there we go. So, if anyone's. Here go. Good. Do let us know. Feedback at onlinkinwatchpodcast.com. Uh, great to hear
0: from you. Yes. Uh, now, James, you got an article here on pimping out your 3GS. Oh, yes. Um,
1: and indeed, um, this article was quite interesting. Uh, essentially, this is how to make the video, make more of the video game like on a 3GS, and typical sort of Californian thing. It's been done in quite a bit of style with this, this is basically kind of machine uh, milled kind of a solid block of aluminium. Mm-hmm. This kind of it's like a steering wheel, almost to be honest. But you mount the phone inside, and then it basically gives you access to an external microphone port, and also the ability to put in a wide angle or a 2 lens so you can use the video camera to to take proper video footage as opposed yeah, to kind right. of YouTube-esque stuff and okay. uh, it's quite interesting uh, if you look at some of the example videos on the site uh, uh, and it's only 100 bucks which I thought was amazing
0: well that's a nice change from spending the same amount as another device but
1: uh, again the um, the name's a bit weird uh,
0: that's okay yeah.
1: well it's in the show yeah. notes so uh Mm, yes. yeah. And um, I wouldn't, or maybe that's the, that's the kind of thing I'd like to paint my GHS with to use it instead of a video camera. I'm thinking, oh, can I take that under one? That's stupid. Mm. Or, <laughs> you know, is there a housing for <laughs> this? There
0: the well, of... there's housing. And if you yeah. make I mean, calls underwater,
1: that'd be even cooler. All well you need is a few rings and stuff.
0: And you, know, sort and you sort them, and yeah, cool. Yeah,
1: so that would be been yeah, quite funky. Now, um, gaming.
0: In gaming. Um, so, they, they kind of... Uh, it's a very interesting article about um, a company called Real Time Race, and uh, whilst a lot of the stuff they're doing is very aspirational, the, the practical realities of what they've been able to achieve is very cool. So imagine if you got uh, just like Google Street View, but instead of doing mm-hmm. just Google Street View, uh, you used a laser as well to measure I like everything. The <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so you use a, a spinning laser uh, as well as. Uh, taking 360 degree photographs uh-huh. and use that to not only have pictures about what's around you, but also the distance between you and those pictures. So you get this car then to drive around a racetrack and right. then with a whole chunk of, you know, mainframe processing and okay. post-effect, uh, you, should, you should be able to do some really realistic racing. Uh, so so this
1: is every car has one in it. Right? So I think I read something about this where you can actually take part in a real race.
0: Yeah, so, the first part is you've actually now got something that realistically represents an actual racetrack. So, you're not generating the graphics after the fact on the box. You're actually using a video effectively uh, to simulate where you are uh, on the actual track. So,
1: this, this every car in like a Formula One thing would have uh, one of these on. Is that
0: the idea? Well, not quite. Uh, essentially, essentially the, the cars on the track would have something similar.
1: And, uh, but the cars already know where they are anyway. Like, GPS and stuff. So oh, you know kind totally, of know where yeah. they are.
0: So if you know where the cars are on the track, and mm. you know where your pretend playing car is, then right. in theory you could actually race on the actual race track against professional drivers. And that's that's the idea behind real time racing. That mm. you're able to. But,
1: but obviously the they theory. wouldn't be able to see you, but you could see that. Yeah.
0: So you'd kind of. Have to get out of their way. I mean, because that's the racing, it works in racing, but
1: it wouldn't kind of work in football, or whatever Because everyone's chasing one ball. Yeah, racing yeah. is just quite easy. You can get around as fast as you can. Yeah,
0: and um, obviously you can make your you know imaginary car respond to the real cars. They can't see you, obviously, but uh, and you would bounce off yeah, yeah, exactly. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, the video, oh, yeah. the demo video that you have a look on there, is uh, it looks quite amazing. The the I mean, the, it looks like a video, not like a computer game. So.
1: Just a shame all. Yeah. maybe it'll be done for real cars in Formula 1, so most of the really uh, cool. BMWs and Toyota's and
0: stuff are pulling in it. Maybe everyone's getting virtual these <laughs> days. Ah, it's too hard So to what are they
1: selling technology, or have they got a game,
0: or what's uh, they... I don't know. I don't know. I think yeah. it's just <laughs> technology at this stage, um, and they're okay. still a year or two away. Um, but, okay. they're but they're selling still looking for money. Yeah. That's what they're selling. Yeah.
1: Yep. Um, no. Another thing. Have you heard of Farm Bill?
0: Yeah, so uh, on Facebook, I get all these um, little notes from people who are saying they've killed all their kids. Yeah, I have got that game
1: as well. I mean, what, what is this? And someone did tell me about it. And it seems like. pretty really sad. I'm sorry, <laughs> sure <you're>, I'm sorry. I'm not a farm player, but maybe <laughs> well, you know Do, someone you who Do you know
0: is. how many Farmville players there are, though? That's the question.
1: Well, this was. This was um, the company's called Zynga. They yeah, also have another sort of one of these funny games, funny games, which is about Mafia or something. And uh, mm-hmm. if you don't know Farmville, Having spoken to, to one of my friends once, who um, really wanted me to join, <laughs> essentially what you do is apparently you you plant some some stuff, right. some crop, on, mm-hmm. and then it has a time taken to kind of mm-hmm. mature, right. and you might have to water it or fertilise it. It's a bit like a tamagotchi but kind of an online thing. Yeah, right. And you have to go back and then harvest it, and then you can sell it and get credits, and you can buy mm-hmm. stuff. So the idea is to make your farm bigger by growing stuff. But it's kind of addictive because you have to go back and harvest mm. stuff. Mm. And obviously you don't just harvest one. You can plant whole different crops. And so yeah. basically it gets, keeps you coming back. And I guess it's yeah. an ad-funded model. But apparently there's more than 50 million players in the game.
0: Which is Which, incredible because given the, the 300 yeah. million Facebook users, yeah. that means there's like one in six
1: is, uh, is playing Farmville. But it's almost, I mean, the person I spoke to, to be really nameless was kind of saying, Well, they, they, they couldn't really go out because I had to sort of be there time to farm stuff, and they were trying to build the crops they were selling around their social life. Where they said, like, like, I'm going away for the weekend, so I've got to do something that takes a couple a, of days a oh, weekend to sort of grow, oh, it's fantastic, which is um, Very uh, And I think that the model here is you get you can actually buy real money in to sort of like in your farm.
0: I don't <laughs> <laughs> got got uh, slightly sucked into the uh, the Mafia Wars version oh, okay. uh, from Zynga as well. Uh, and I was kind of just interested to see how they actually made any money. Uh, uh-huh. you, you go through the game, you in the Mafia Wars, you have to kind of, you know, you have to rob things and steal cars and, and stuff. It's not... But how know, do you do
1: that? I mean, you, know. Is it a similar, similar thing, thing where you, to, like, you have to... you
0: don't do anything, but... You have to set a goal,
1: and then you, if you've got to visit it back in or your guy dies or whatever. Yeah,
0: pretty much. Okay. I mean, there's no action per se, but it's it's <laughs> kind of... Yeah, uh, but you do compete and help other players that are your friends, so okay. it's kind of interactive in that your friends are part of the whole kind of universe that are playing as well. And uh, you can get uh, extra energy and points and stuff by actually using PayPal to pay for it. So that's where they get their money from, is you actually pay into the game to get ahead. That sounds really
1: boring. Oh, <laughs> well, so it's a social I mean, thing. You have to do it because you let your friends. Down yeah, it, you
0: know, it, 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 it emails you or no emails, but it Facebooks you and says, "Hey, you know your friends are about to go into this battle and you should help them out." And it's like you kind of, you know, you're, you're part of the community now. It's. Yeah, they're doing very well for themselves. Uh, I think is a company, it's a company that's only got five hundred people, but they and considering the. Uh, the, the massive amount of uh, people that are actually playing those games uh, it's quite
1: incredible when you think about think it they're not much better than the sort of um it the mud games, but they're very individual. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the graphics are, are done, you just type yeah. in left, right, and yeah, go, and show fucking things. You, do you click
0: on top. things, but it's not much more than that, actually.
1: For muds, you could, you could stall the game, you could freeze it and get out. I guess these the ones, the they're real so time, and they're social. real time, yeah,
0: It's all happening.
1: So you, you have to be there, yeah. and also you can't freeze a game. So it's more yeah, to do Yeah, absolutely. So i better leave you there, actually, and get back to the Mafia Wars.
0: Exactly. i better go and check on... Well, I like oh, go and plant some more corn?
1: Good well, luck with I'll buy myself a tractor with a <laughs> We'll see what happens. Um, so fantastic. That's um, what moves us to a close, I guess, isn't it?
0: Wraps us up for one,
1: two, one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, do yeah. listen to us again. Do send us feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Any you stories or... Um, on thecatchpodcast.com. So it's goodbye from you, James. And goodbye
0: from Ian. Cheers. Huh?